true life and music history. The Ants Human Stars podcast with your hosts, Caleb and Digo. Are you ready? Steady. Go. Now, for your listening pleasure, it's story time. It's story time. It's story time. So I'm going to be telling you guys all about the history behind the song, drumroll, Purple Rain by Prince. All right. So I doubt the crowd of a little over 1,500 inside the First Avenue nightclub in Minneapolis on August 3rd, 1983, knew they were taking part in something so iconic. They were the crowd of the history-making debut performance of the song Purple Rain, which is also the title song of the album of the same name, and the movie uh, that a year later would propel Prince Rogers Nelson into superstardom. I forgot there was a movie. That's right. It was This was the whole package deal. Um, and I didn't put this in my notes, but I saw I'll just say it in the beginning. Prince was the third artist after Elvis and the Beatles to have the number one album, single, and movie all at the same time. So yeah, the, the, the album itself like deserves like a whole episode to to talk about. I read these a bunch of really good articles on it. And like he was he worked hard. Dude, dude was a hard worker. Um, but anyways, we're gonna narrow it down and we're just gonna talk about the song purple rain um it was originally written as a country song that was meant to be a collaboration with fleetwood mac singer stevie nicks i did not know that um according to nicks prince sent her a 10 minute instrumental version of the song and requested that she write the lyrics to it but she felt overwhelmed by the task um she said i listened to it and i just got scared i called him back and said i can't do this i wish i could but it's just too much for me So Prince took the song to his band at the time, The Revolution, um, Mm -hmm. and had them take a go at it. Um, Lisa Coleman, which is his keyboardist at the time, um, said Prince changed the song dramatically after Wendy Melvoin, who was his guitarist. um, She started playing the guitar uh, to accompany the song. And so like the guitar part that starts the song, um, like that's all her. That was her idea and creation. Um, Lisa's quoted as saying, he was excited to hear it voiced differently. It took it out of that country feeling. Then we all started playing it a bit harder and taking it more seriously. We played it for six hours straight. And by the end of the day, we had it mostly written and arranged. And so mm-hmm. um, the songs recorded on August 3rd, again, August 3rd, 1983. It was for a benefit concert um, for the Minnesota Dance Theater. Um, it was also the first time that Wendy played live with the revolution and she was 19 at the time and i want to say lisa was 18 um at the time all right and so yeah like these were and how old was prince prince was 25 okay okay um which i didn't know he was that young which i gotta get on the ball um (laughs) uh So the song was originally over 11 minutes long but they cut out a verse and a chorus um and the extra verse was like talking about how I'm talking about money. He says, like, I don't want your money um, and stuff. Uh, but they removed it because they felt it diluted the emotional impact of the song, which I completely agree with. You can they have a recording of that original performance. Um, they recorded this song and this is 
like the version that's used on the album. So the version on the album it's technically live. They did some overdubs mm-hmm. um with like the guitar and stuff, but it's live. Um and so but they have video of that that full performance so you can hear like that third verse that was cut. But I think it was a good idea because it was like yeah, it didn't need it. The song's great. So uh they removed it and the song now clocks in at eight minutes and forty one seconds. Um there's also like a really long intro that they they cut as well so um after the recording of the song prince phoned this is kind of just like a a, a fun fact he he called uh one of journey's members jonathan kane um because he wanted him to listen to the song because he was worried that it sounded too similar to journey's song faithfully which uh was composed by kane and that had come out recently and it was like a a big hit in the u.s but kane assured him that it was fine um, and the song only shared a few of the same chords. Um, he's quoted as saying, I thought it was an amazing tune. I told him, man, I'm just super flattered that you even called. It shows that you're that classy of a guy. Good luck with the song. I know it's going to be a hit. <laughs> well, <laughs> a hit it certainly became. But before I get into all like the chart rankings um, and everything. So at the time he was recording the album, he was also working on the movie which has the same title, Purple Rain, which, by the way, the screenwriter, William Blinn, wanted to originally call the film Dreams. But mm-hmm. Prince, yeah, insisted on like, no, I want Purple to be in the title. So just another little fun fact. Um, you don't understand how much I love Purple. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so while the album is the soundtrack to the movie, the song itself was the centerpiece of the film and like the main plot point. So in the movie, if you haven't seen it, um, Prince plays the kid. That's like his name um, in the film. And uh, one of the big th- themes is that he has to learn how to be a team player when it comes to his band. And so in the movie, Wendy and Lisa, who are also his uh, uh, Wendy and Lisa of like his actual band in real life, um, they write the song, but then like Prince ignores it. And then this sparks a rant from Wendy. And in the movie, she's like, every time we give you a song, you say you're going to use it, but you never do. You're being paranoid <laughs> as usual. Um, and then like at the end of the film, uh, Prince has like this big showdown with the other band, which is the time. The time is not just the band, the movie, like that's a real band um, in real life. Um, and then Prince, you know, after they go on, then Prince's band goes on and he introduces Purple Rain as being written by Wendy and Lisa. And then they played the show and they won and the crowd went wild and it was amazing. So on May 16th, 1984, when Dove's Cry was released as the first single from the album. Did I say that right? I feel like I sounded like. So when Dove's Cry is the song. <laughs> I feel like it was like on May 16th, when Dove's Cry. <laughs> <laughs> so right yeah right right so right. the single the song when doves cry was released on may 16th 1984 and that like quickly just shot up the charts and it hit number one and that song has its own like whole backstory which is is really cool um then the album was was released on june 25th 1984 and then by the time the movie was released a month later the album had already sold 2.5 million copies so like the album was huge and then the movie comes out and just gets bigger. Um, and then mm. Purple Rain, it was put out as a single in September 
of that same year, but it only peaked at number two behind Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. Oh, God. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> really? What were you guys thinking back in 84? Really? Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go was better than, who knows? But, um, well, you know, they were wearing those like light, like faded jeans and those pink sweatshirts and, I, yeah. and it just went with that track. It was just white as shit. <laughs> it's all right. That, you know, shout out to Wham and George. Um, but it's okay that the song only went to number two because it eventually won Prince an Oscar for best original song score, which I didn't know that until like a year ago. I was like, wow, I didn't know he won an Oscar for that. So, um, the song is arguably his signature song. Um, he played it at just about every show after 1984, except for there was a small period of time when he changed his name to that unpronounced symbol. And then he wasn't singing like any of his past music. Um, but um, coincidentally, or maybe not, um, it's the last song he ever performed. Mm. So during his concert in Atlanta, Georgia on April 14, 2016, he closed his show with that song and then he died a week later. Um, Damn. So people have often wondered what exactly Purple Rain means. Prince himself said it's, quote, when there's blood in the sky, red and blue equals purple. Purple Rain pertains to the end of the world and being with the one you love and letting your faith slash God guide you through the Purple Rain. Um, <laughs> I mean, when I listen to it, it's much simpler than that. It's literally just kind of saying... Um, it, it, it seems like he's talking about someone who he that like he would like to be with, but at the minimum, it's just like, hey, let's just be friends. I just want to have a good relationship, and I want to. I wish you the best. Like to me, it's kind of like a different version of "I will always love you," but like that same sentiment of mm. like you're great, but for whatever reason, this can't work. But I wish you nothing but the best. Like I want great things for you. Um. I don't know. That's kind of my interpretation and feeling of it. Um, just a little bit of the the history behind just that song. There's so much more behind the album and all the work and stuff that went into it. But I thought it was really cool and important to highlight him um, because really Prince was like the um, I don't know, not not the first, but again, like I talked about. I don't know. I told you like a while ago how like. Rock music is seen as like, oh, that's a white, that that's white people's genre mm. of music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, to have, um, like, I thought it was interesting as I was doing like research for the song and like, and everything, I kept seeing everybody was describing it as like, oh, he pushed the boundaries of R&B and pop. And I'm like, like, there's so much rock and, and and some of the things did say dance, but there's so much rock and dance influence in this record. And I feel like a lot of times when it's a black artist, they just say automatically say like, oh, well, it's R&B, even mm -hmm. though it's like, no, that's that's not. But like and that's a whole nother thing. But having, you know, a black guy who was a rock star, like a true rock star, you know, amazing guitarist um, just at the top of of the world is is that was like a big thing and then you know he really pushed boundaries with the whole idea of masculinity i mean you could say the same thing about michael jackson but again prince was walking around in platforms uh i mean michael was gay 
Prince was trans. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I cannot. But no, but the, but that's the thing. I, no, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. I like whatever yeah, he was. No, 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 no. But no, but I was going to say that, like I said, he did have like this feminine quality, but at the same time, every guy in the world wanted to be Prince because every girl wanted mm-hmm. Prince. So it was like he was so secure in his masculinity mm-hmm. that he was just like, I can do whatever the heck I want to. Like, I can wear whatever I want to. I can I th- be. I think he was just doing what modern people do today. Like, young people, you'll, you know, you'll see them and they'll just be androgynous just because it's cool. Mm-hmm. To be s- completely against what society is saying this is normal mm-hmm. was is cool. And he he was taking that route. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, and whether, and if, and if it had to do with sexuality, that was secondary. Like, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. putting on this for. Because that was just him. It, him just being himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, I think it's an important part of. He is an important part of black music history, and this song is like it's been. I didn't even give y'all all those, uh, y'all the listeners, um, <laughs> all those like stats, but like the song, it's in like the the was it like the Library of Congress? Oh, <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> it's yes, it's in Wikipedia. Um, so it's like like it's it's. Like the Library of Congress has like their, I don't know, songs and albums that they're like this is, uh, yeah, this is like good a, enough to keep yeah for like the because this has to do with like culture and for all, all time yeah <laughs> the album and the and the song are in there and stuff. Um, it was ranked as number one forty four on Rolling Stone's list of five hundred greatest songs of all time. But anyways, in my book, it's higher than that. It's cool to think that like. That means that if we're not dead in a thousand years, there will be like, you know, colonies on wherever Mm -hmm. and like his music will have continued on in a hard drive or whatever and a hologram drive that they send off with these ships into these far unknown reaches of space because that's the core culture of humanity. Yeah. I also will say Prince has always been in my life because... Batman has always been yeah. in my life. His scoring of Batman one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. It's like money or something. And it's like uh, the Joker's like poisoning the city and uh-huh. he's doing it with some floats <laughs> and he's like on like this parade and this song comes oh, out. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think you showed me it's that like, clip or something before maybe probably. Yeah. And, um, uh, what's his name as a joker? Mm-hmm. Um, Jack motherfucking Nicholson mm-hmm. dancing. Ella. And then there's the song anyways. <sighs> well, well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. That's um that's yeah, my my uh black history music history for this episode. Um but it's such a beautiful song. Go listen to it if you haven't. Just heard. go to Spotify, put look for Prince exactly. and just put it on shuffle. Like just just go. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ants Human Stars podcast with Caleb and Digo. Stay connected and get updates about new episodes by visiting our website antshumanstars.com and by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review and share about us with your community on social media. Thanks, y'all. We really appreciate it.